guys, welcome to my fields. We're doing a special new era. We are coming back. We've got a show in a couple of weeks here in March. And we've got, what are you, commissioner or are you with the... Uh, general manager. General manager. Oh, that's my yep. fault. That's my fault. I, yeah, I try to get the titles right. I, I apologize, man. Like, that's... Um, how do you prefer to be addressed? General manager's fine, or Mr. Powers. Mr. Powers, man. Steven and my friends, but you can call me Mr. Powers. Mr. Powers, I apologize. You got a glorious, glorious goatee there. Thank you. You got that goat goatee. You gotta, gotta get mm-hmm. that. Gotta get that. You make, he make it the face. <laughs> Well, well, thanks for being on the show, man. We're, we're making sure that everyone knows that New Era is coming back, but we got to make sure everyone knows what New Era is and especially who the hell you are. So give us a give us a standing ovation on your own self. Well, most people know that I'm the general manager, and I have been since almost the beginning. There was a short lag there when the powers that be decided to put me up against a few others for my title and my company. Those people, that, that, that was the consortium. They were the, uh, some of the other owners wanted to kind of oust me from my, uh, my rightful position. That sounds uh, very disrespectful considering the, uh, the Helms you have behind you right now. I would never cross you. Uh, I mean, you've got a doom behind you, man. Like, yeah, I'm not going to piss you off. Yeah. Probably a good thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, how did it start, man? How, how, how did you get brought into the fold? Into the new Aranus? Not well. The, not, the regu- not the regular Aranus. The new, new Aranus. The new, new Aranus? <laughs> well, actually, when IWF... <laughs> When they closed, uh, Buffalo Rose was open for a venue, and we didn't want that void to uh, be in Colorado wrestling. So it was the new era of wrestling. And you got called in for commissioner just because of your gravitas, because you knew the right guys. What's going on? A little bit of everything. They knew I could run it. They knew... They knew who they wanted. They knew who they needed, and I was that person. The shows have been pretty stacked since we came back from COVID back in, what was it, uh, September or was it October? September was our first show back. September, October. Yeah, thought it was September. I rarely see you on the show, man. Look what's going on, man. Like, you only see you come out, you run your mouth, and then... And then I don't even see it. Yeah. Um, I, have, I have a bit of work to do in the back, you know, contracts, signing up new people, bringing in new talent. But I'm trying to be out there more so people can see my face. You've got a loud one, man. Like, um, how does it feel being, like, the, the face presentation? Like I like it. I like being out there. I like bringing the show to the people, letting them see what we are, what we run, what I've brought back to New Era once COVID was over. 
we're being safe. We're in just trying to be the best that we are. Well, what is it about you that's so special that makes you feel that you can run this show? Because we've got a lot of different people backstage. I mean, like, hell, man, like, I'm surprised I've never seen you, like, getting into it with Dr. Silver. Because he's an asshole. Oh, well, he is an asshole. Um, I'll, I'll fight for my, for my position. I'll fight for who I, I'll fight who I need to fight. And I have. I've been in the ring against Joey Kincaid. I've had Jinsu in my face. I've against Dooley. So I will fight for who I need. I may not be a wrestler, but it's my company, and I own it, and I'm going to run it. I love it, man. <laughs> I love the passion. I love the fury. We need, to, we need more of that because we, we had to bring in extra chairs last time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, before COVID, we actually always had to pull new chairs, more chairs. After COVID, the first show was a little rough. It was still a full house, as much as the CDC would allow us, but it was a full house. The next show, full house. So the fans are coming back. They want to see New Era. They want to see our wrestlers. They want to see the Kincaids. They want to see the War Dog. They want to see every single person on that roster. Some of the new people that we've signed up. Heidi Howard, sir. Daddy Doom. Daddy Doom. They especially want to see Daddy Doom. Is she something, is she? She, she is something, yes. Yeah, that, that always confounded me about doing a family show and we've got daddy doom it's like uh it, it, it reminds me of all of those uh, inside jokes when you're watching like rocco or uh the simpsons and you're like how's that how was that joke on tv <laughs> how, how, right, exactly exactly how did we get away with that uh censors um the uh to 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 just bring back to the forefront. She's an amazing wrestler. It doesn't matter the gimmick. She, she, right, right, she, exactly. She's an amazing wrestler. I love the fact that there's going to be a lot of little boys out there, a lot of little girls probably, that are going to, uh, in, in 20 years, be like, uh, so um, how did you find this? Well, I was at a New Era show. I was I was at my high comic and uh, Daddy Doom was there and uh, that uh, piqued my interest into wrestling. It piqued my interest in wrestling and sort of masochistic, uh, whatever you want to call it. Like you had to look it up. <laughs> what you drinking there, brother? Hard cider. Ooh, hard cider. I got I've got a extra hard cider. I well done. A, well know, they, done. They gave us a. They gave us a couple of free Jack Daniel glasses today because I was at the the liqueur store, and uh, there was this guy bossing around this like really small Asian woman, and and then like I didn't like his fucking tone, and I'm like, okay, is this guy the owner or what the hell's going on? Yeah, and who are so, you? Yeah, I'm, I'm checking out. He's he's yelling at this woman, and I. Uh, I'm checking out, and the guy's like, hey, I look at your hair. I'm like, I appreciate that, man, but uh, what's going on with that fucking white boy over there? 
and he's like, oh, he's a distributor. And I'm like, I don't like his fucking tone and the way he's talking with that girl. <clears throat> and he's like, that's my wife. And I'm like, yeah, um, does he work here? Because I don't like his tone. And I, I would have said something, but I'm a big guy. And every time I I <laughs> say something, it, it comes off like, like, like if, if, if I had my hair short and I was wearing a button up and... Uh, we would go to one to five pretty quick, but the way I look, it go, we go to one to nine. Right. And I'm like, I don't like his tone with that girl. And, um, like, what's his fucking deal? And he's like, oh, he's our distributor. He's an asshole. It's cool. Um, that's my wife. Don't worry. Uh, but I appreciate you, uh, looking out. And I'm like, yeah, like, I wanted to say something immediately. Like, he was arguing with her about, like, how the cost of Kentucky Deluxe was uh, not as expensive as it should be from the Kentucky whatever. Right. And, um, so, because he was such a nice guy and he appreciated me looking out, he had some free Jack Daniel cups. Oh, and he filled it up with yes, he, is he, Jack Daniels, right? Yes, yes, there. He can make up a little shot skis. And, um... <laughs> I, I think about that, and I, I bring that up specifically because when we're at New Era, there have been times where we've had to look out for a lot of people. There's something about New Era where, yeah, squared circle, the violence goes, no matter what. But outside, no. Right. No, we we shut that down right away. Shut it down immediately. And I've I've seen you have to talk to people. I've seen you have to not just be commissioner, manager, whatever you want to call yourself. Sorry, this one makes me smile. Uh huh. How how do you how do you as a person deal with that? I mean, like this is this is a precedent we've set for a very long time. A lot of it, it, it's it's a bit different now that we're at the that we're at Mile High and not the Rose, because the Rose people got drunk, people got rowdy, they'd get fired up for the show, and we only had a few instances with that that we actually had to squash right away. One guy was like, "Some guys getting you know starting trying to start fights and whatnot." I'm like, "I'll go deal with it," and I just talked him down. So he wasn't as amped up as it sounded like he was. He was just drunk or but, something? Yeah, he was just drunk. He was. He thought he was part of the show. And I'm like, nope. Come on, buddy. Let's get you out to the front now. Let's get you, you know, away from this. Let's just go deal. Let's go sit down. Let's go talk. Yeah, let's go down. Let's go down. So, 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 so you went and apprehended danger. Oh, yeah. No problem. Yeah. No fear. Because if somebody doesn't step up to that, there may be more issues down the road. What if that drunk guy, you know, got drunk, bumped into a lady, we're a family show, kids are there. What if he, you know, smacked a kid on accident or purpose? And, you know, that's just bad for us and the fans. So just end the issue. So because of the potential, no fear. Yeah. 
No fear. No fear. Not, not one iota. In because I, I also know that if something else would happen, that I go, I go talk to the guy. He starts getting amped up. I got the guys and gals in the back that have got my back. Oh, because we, we are one big family. We all got your back. Yeah. I, I, and we have some pretty big guys out there. I, I'm not a praying man, but I do pray for the guy that lays hands on you in my presence, man. Because <laughs> uh, despite the gimmick, despite all the fun, good stuff, uh, you've been nothing but a stand-up gentleman to me. Like, uh, like yeah. Uh, honestly, um, and forgive me for getting a little too uh, personal here. I wish I'd have met you in high school. Okay. That was my initial reaction, like, because uh, Morales and I showed every place, we took some photos, we filmed some big nets, and uh, what was going on in my head was I wish I'd met you and your wife in high school. Uh, okay. Like, I wish I'd have met you guys. Like, like you guys have been sophomores, juniors, and I would, I would have been the freshman. Like, the, I knew you would have taken care of me. That that was that was my initial response to you. Was I knew that you would have been good to me. Like, hey, I've got I've got my comics. I got my action figures. Let's play some D and D. Um, I'm a fucking psycho queer, and um. You'd be like, hey, 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 hold on, dude. It's all good. <laughs> Come on. Let's play some D&D. Let's watch some Star Trek. Let's watch some fucking sliders. Let's watch, uh, like, like, hey, man, like, uh... Quantum Leap. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and and, and I, I, I'm not blowing smoke up with you uh, on this one, man. I really lamented that I didn't know you at that, at that age because I knew I would have been taken care of. That was the vibration that you and um, Mrs. Powers were putting out. That I was safe. I remember looking around your house and and, and uh, thinking like, okay, I was I was looking for specific things. Okay, where's the same man books? There they are. Where's the Harry Potter? There it is over there. And, uh, but the, it, it was warmth in, in goodness. Now, I know that Mr. Stephen Powers is not warmth and goodness all the time in New Era. However, Mr. Stephen Powers at his home. Thank you. You're welcome. I wish I'd have known you at that time, man. <laughs> and, uh,. You taking straight stray cats like that all the time, man? Because I just knew it. Like I wanted to get in a time machine. Like let's just go to the same high school as it. <laughs> you taking stray cats like that a lot? Actually, yeah, yeah, we do. How many yet? How many? How many strays have we taken in? Some of them are. We, we we do kind of gravitate, or they gravitate towards us, the kind of society outsiders. Um, uh, one of our, you know, uh, now daughters is, um, you know, one of the ones we've taken in. She was a, a con kid that we just 
Con kid? Adopted. Say again? Con kid as in like... Uh, conventions. Conventions. Gotcha. Um, so yeah, a con kid that we just kind of adopted. Um, our, our niece is... We've known her since she was born. She was uh, the daughter of one of our, our closer friends at the time. And we lost contact with her. But she is... Uh, she is crazy. She's uh, a, a gothling. She's what, what is it? A glitter gothling. Um, but she's just amazing and awesome. But we've been able to reconnect with her, and that has just been great this past year or so that we've actually been like hanging out with her. We've introduced her into uh, uh, role playing D and D stuff like that. Um, so there's a lot more, yeah, so, there's a lot more the, to the violence. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're, 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 you've got a, a good soft side, like where you, where you can appreciate the people that need to be appreciated, which is oh, definitely. exactly the point I was making. I was, I knew that if I bumped into you, you'd have been a senior or something like that. You know, like, Hey man, why don't you want to play some D and D and you watch sliders? Fuck yeah. I watch sliders. Earth beyond, or Earth, <laughs> Earth above and beyond. Uh, yeah, well, let, let, let's do this. Let's do this. Like you, you, you're safe here. You're safe here. And uh, the reason I bring it up is because we are in the literally biggest comic book store on the planet. Right. On the planet, we've got things that invite everyone to what every spice of life. We, like we we go on. Uh, Quick hiatus, uh, you know, our 15-minute Lagoon mission. Like, yeah, go explore. Go buy some comics. Go go look at Go this. buy some pop figures. Go buy some action figures. Go go take a look at this awesome store. What is it about the people you've taken in that really stick out to you? Are you... I imagine you... And forgive me, I'm trying to pull some more out of you, but I feel like you, you take people in the way you wish someone had taken you in. Oh, definitely. Glitter, definitely. Um, glitter gothling. That's a term I've never heard before. Let's hear What are you talking about here? Oh, it, so she's not so much the, the dark, you know, I wear black all the time. It's, no, she comes over and she's got her, you know, her, her brightly colored bat hoodie with piercings in it. It's red and red and white and. And she's just bubbly and happy and, and and adorable. And when I say she's adorable, she's 25, so she's not like a child anymore. But she's she's very fay like You're you're nurturing. I love it. Um, I remember uh, the reason I asked is because there was uh, my, one of my friends was like. Oh my god, I was online for like six hours. I got tickets for Friday and Saturday night sales here at uh, fucking Morrison uh, Red Rocks. And I'm like, that's cool. And that's not night sales. <laughs> and uh, I got a little tip with her about that. I'm glad you got it. Like, Nine Inch Nails is my favorite band of all time, but that's not Nine Inch Nails. <laughs> It's that's that's not that's not nine inch nails, and she's like, "What do you right, mean? Right. What do you mean?" And I'm like, 
Is he going crazy? No. Uh, all the playlists are perfectly antiquated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is he fighting everyone on stage? No. Nope. Are they covered in Are they covered in mud? Is the one eight hundred collect fat motherfucker with the giant coke bottle glasses and juice in them? No. Does Does he have herpes? Probably not. <laughs> he probably got that taken care of. Um. That's not nine inch nails. That's 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 simply not nine inch nails. And she was like, "Okay, okay, I get it." Well, enjoy your Red Rocks Morrison show, because that's not nine inch nails. That's like uh, my point of this entire story is the fact that goth, you had to be fucking insane. <laughs> you had to be right, right, right. You had to be on the edge at all times. I remember I started cutting when I was 14. Okay. When I was 14. And I did it to Broken all the time. <laughs> <laughs> all the time. And you dealt with crazy assholes like me, didn't you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And and now you've got this flowery glitter goth that you're making sure she's not getting into that crazy-ass bullshit, man. Like, I, that, yep. makes, that makes me happy. Now, uh, on the other hand, Stephen Powers is going to punch someone in the mouth when they uh, disagree with him backstage. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, I've stun-gunned um, Kincaid because he put his hands on me. Um. Yeah. So. But you've got that yeah. care. You've got that care. You've got right. that care. And that's what I really wanted to focus on. Is 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 uh, yeah. You can come. It's a family show, but there's different variations on the spectrum. Oh, definitely. And it's it's evolved from year one to year ten now. Yeah, it's it's new eras evolved. I've evolved. Tell me, um, like, how do you feel as a different person? Well, there, there's, because when I would go out there, people would heckle me, as they do. So you heckle them, but like you said, it's a it's a family show, so we have kids there, and there's nothing like a nine year old giving you know working you over. You know, you're stupid. And the first thing that comes out of my mouth is, well, you're adopted. <laughs> your mom and dad don't love each other. Right. You know, the mailman's your daddy. You know, something. And you're like, oh, yeah, let's not yell at the children too much. <laughs> yes, sir. I love it, man. And uh, l l let's talk more on a... Uh... Let's talk more on a personal level. Um, how have you evolved as a person being a part of New Era? I've learned a lot just about the business itself, how it runs. I've, I come from a theater background of various sorts. Um, you know, I've done some, you know, voiceover work. I've done, you know, some theater I've done 
um, you know, various things from that. And then going into the world of wrestling, it's a whole different type of creature. So, you know, I've learned and I've grown with that. Like, oh, yeah, you know, in the beginning, you're like, oh, no, no, that, that's fine. That's great. Go ahead and do that random thing. Mm-hmm. And now you're like, oh, let's not do that. Hey, let's not have the ladder match where you guys go outside the ring and potentially kick a ladder into a fan's face. Right. So it's being more careful and still entertaining the fans. How do you feel about wrestling Uh, in in terms of... um, So we here at Minefields, we make comic books. Uh, We do wrestling. We do a lot of different things. And one of the things that, like, uh, when people ask me things, like, how do you do this? And I'm like... People think I'm a wrestler all the time because I'm a big guy. Right. And I would never be a wrestler because if I started wrestling, it would ruin, I wouldn't be able to enjoy it. I would always be wondering, like, I I would always be looking at other people's matches like, man, I haven't done that yet, or I'm not that good yet. Or uh, the the, the way that, um, there's an old uh, interview with uh, Henry Rollins. Uh, talking about Allison Chains, and because Rollins' band wasn't that big, neither was Black Flag, especially compared to Allison Chains. And Rollins is like, yeah, they're my favorite band, but it's hard for me to enjoy them because I'm a singer and I'm an artist, and I hear a new Allison Chains song, and I'm like, damn it! I'll never be that. Why didn't I write that? I'll never be <laughs> Why didn't I write that? Yes, yes, exactly. And um, do you have any feelings similar to that? Or is, is it just one of those things where you just let it chill and and do what you got to do? I mean, like, I mean, thinking about, like, music compared to wrestling, Alice in Chains, Nine Inch Nails, but you're, you're managing, you're, you're producing, you're out there. Mindset. Yeah, there's... There's certain things like uh, if you go to another um, another show, even even in state, out of state, whatnot, you're going to see things that you do better than they do. You're going to see things that they do better. So sometimes you might want to take some of that. Like in the beginning, we didn't have a third of the production that we have now. You know, we don't have, you know, the the photographers that we that we have now, the videographers we have now, uh, the podcasts. You know, we would try to do something, then it would fall through, and then no one else would follow follow up with that. But now, I think we are just skyrocketing right now. We've got a lot going on, man. How do you feel now compared to back in the day? This is going to sound odd. I loved it back then, but I love it more now. Even after the 18-month hiatus due to COVID, the fans came back. They're in full force. We're in full force. We brought in new talent. We brought in old talent. We brought in new production, new uh, 
new implementations of just product. And so I, I love it now. I, I actually look forward to, you know, coming back, you know, March 12th. I'm looking forward to that. You know, we had to take the last two months off because, oh you know, God. things got a little, yeah, a little, a little scary there. We had Transformers coming up on his Omicron and Delta Cron. And Percy you know, I-8. And, and, and Percy I-8. <laughs> so, yeah, no, I'm looking for- <laughs> <laughs> So that's that's what I'm looking forward to. You know, I I love it. You know, just seeing the fans, seeing seeing the the the, the guy the guys and gals in the locker room. So it's yeah. I, bottom line, I love it. I love it on so many different levels. I love the fact that uh, Mr. Tony Morales and I were on the phone this morning, and we're like, we gotta, we got to beat this up. And I was like, well, we can do more shows, we can do more podcasts, we can do in more interviews. He's like, get weight. Cool. Get weight. I'll message him right now. I'd be ready by 6 o'clock. <laughs> and you were, you were ready on the button, on, on, on the button to, to, you know, to, to kick this off, man. Like, uh, did you see the card yet? Yes, I did see the card. Yeah, we've it's it's stacked as fuck. In, it it is. It's it, it looks like a good card. Forgive me, I was doing my best to not curse, and I accidentally we do mindful scenes all the time. I'm like, uh, sorry, sorry, new era, faithful, but uh, I do not mean to say the f word. Yeah, I did beep it out in post. <laughs> I hate editing. It's it's definitely going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it makes, it makes you tired, apparently. I gotta, I gotta edit now. So uh, let's talk about more you because this, this is what we want to talk about. We talk about new era. We talk about why it's happening, why it's good, why it's kick ass, why it's different. But let's talk about you. Like you've got some, you got some helms behind you. Tell us about those. I see a Doctor Doom. Oh yeah, um, those I cosplay. Actually, my entire family cosplays, and I and I air quote that because of all the you know the kids that we've adopted were mostly cosplay kids. Okay. And so yeah, so I've got uh, Doom back there. That was actually my first um, full cosplay build I did. I saw the photos of your Doom, and it was better than the actual Doctor Doom they use in the in the. Uh... First Fantastic Four movie, man. That, that, that was awesome. Well, thank you. <laughs> um, and then just various masks and whatnot. I do Taskmaster. I've got a few Lucha masks up there. You got a Task? You're a Taskmaster guy? Yeah. Yeah, they did me dirty in the movie. Oh, wow. I But yeah, my, uh, my second other big build was a classic Taskmaster. Shield and everything. Oh yeah. Awesome. You got a shield, sword, pistols. I see a Hulk. I see some. Uh, There's my uh, Vandalorian helmet. My Umbrella Corporation helmets. Tell me about those books too. I want to know what, what what graphic novels are we looking at here. 
Um, actually, those aren't graphic novels. Graphic novels are on the lower shelves, which you can't see. Those are actually role-playing books. This is first edition Dungeons & Dragons. Wonderful. So AD&D when it was D&D and AD&D. Yeah. Yes. And then it goes down to second edition, third, fourth we don't talk about. Of course not. And then, and then the current one's fifth edition. Too goddamn complicated. <laughs> right. World's uh, slowest game of WoW sans computer is what fourth edition was. Fifth changed my life. Fifth, like like the... I don't like all the expansions they've done because they make it a little too easy. Uh, but sure. I'm glad that like they make it too easy for people that don't know how to play. That's fine. I bet you gotta buy a $40 book or something like that. But, uh... The, the main books, the uh, Player's Guide, Monster's Guide, the, uh, what, what, what's, what was, it's, it's, I don't have it here, it's at, my, at work right now, the, uh, uh, what, the DMG? No, the Expanded Guide to Everything, it was um, Xanathar's, uh, oh yeah, Xanathar's Guide to Everything? Yeah, that one, that one was my favorite. And, like, really went it like, throw a bunch of fucking, you know, mind, mind bombs. Like, like just, just keep going. Here's some more extra stuff. Here's some more people. Here's some more things you can do. Let's see more on your, on your, uh, on your shelf there, man. Oh, let's see. Then it goes over to the hero system, which is superheroes. Um, and then... On down into various other systems and whatnot, BattleTech. Um, I even have the EverQuest role-playing game. I never played EverQuest, but I remember seeing it. Yeah, um, yeah. So I, I have been gaming forever. Those are all. Well, let's see the uh, graphic novels. What do you? What graphic novels got there? Oh, what have I got? <laughs> Mostly the, the compilations right now. Of course. Okay. Central Avengers. Oh, very nice. That's like uh, mostly uh, from the sixties and whatnot. Um. Oh, here's a slightly deep cut: Batman and the Outsiders. Extremely deep cut. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's all I have down here. Minefielders. These these books are all red. All of these. Like, I'm staring at folders that have actual handwriting in it. This is deep devotion. This is, uh, we, when we release our, uh, Star Trek, uh, or, um, our Star Trek, um, Colin used to work at the, uh, the, the warehouse that they housed all of the Star Trek of everything. From, oh, okay. From... 60s and on. And it was his idea to market it and sell it. And he is extremely, that's not a, the right word, knowledgeable when it comes to Star Trek. But when we release our Star Trek, um, our um, talk-alongs for, it's all, it's all next-gen, um, but um, we release it on Friday. And he's like, why Friday? I'm like, because Friday was the sci-fi night. Sci-fi was the night 
when we could have chosen to go out and go go drinking and get get in fights and in high school, but we chose to do our homework, kick some ass, and we chose Babylon Five. We chose Millennium. We chose X Files. We chose that over. I don't know pleasures of the physical desire that you'd have in high school. <laughs> Right. And, and that's why it's the Friday thing. It was Friday night. What were you watching on Friday nights back in the day? What the hell was I doing on Fridays? <laughs> Honestly, I think I was role playing. You, you know, a, playing old a, D, old school D and D. You have a good group of guys. Uh, I did. It was my buddies from high school. And I still talk with some of them, you know, via by Facebook and social media and whatnot. How many? How many? Um, there was four, and then a couple guys that were just kind of on the periphery. Yeah, there's you know, periphery, kind of fade in, fade out. Yeah. yeah. You'd uh, make some bullshit reason why they were hiding in a bag for two weeks. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Hey, I need to run to town for a thing. Okay. Yeah. But it... It was glorious. Oh, yeah. I, don't, I remember uh, my first group of D&D guys um, came home. What'd you guys do? We listened to Marilyn Manson, we saw some pornography, and we played D&D. <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons? What? You shouldn't be playing that. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's the part. Yeah, that, <laughs> was, that was the one that, like, that's satanic. Listen, it was boring as hell for the first hour. <laughs> like, I wasn't too into it. Sh- I don't want you to hang out with those people, but, like, like, well, I remember that, that night where, where um, I first played with them, and um, uh, this my buddy Joe had, uh, he just got Booger Man for Sega. Okay. One of the best games ever. He flakes boogers, he farts up in the air, and flies. That was <laughs> that was the game. But! <laughs> but! We were listening to Marilyn Manson. We, were listening, we weren't listening to Antichrist Superstar. It hadn't come out yet. We were listening to Portrait of an American Family. The worst one. <laughs> the worst one. <laughs> but! Dungeons and Dragons. How dare you. <laughs> How dare you. <laughs> How dare you. Those... Logically minded men that think about friendship and groups of badass friends and just keeping it together as friends. Can't have that. Right. No, getting your friends together and problem solving in a fantasy world. That's satanic. How dare you? What were the, uh, what were the, uh, the taboos for Mr. Uh, Mr. Wade. That like your, like in that, general or that, what? That your parents were like, no. Um, actually, my parents were very laid back with a lot of things. You know, it was the, you know, the standard don't smoke, don't drink. You know, the standard parent things. But, like, D&D was, was, uh, was fine. They're like, just don't get carried away with it. 
But I think that's also because my parents weren't very religious. So they didn't have that. Yeah, yeah. Like like religious at all? I mean, like uh, re- like yeah, it, the, we didn't go to we you know we didn't go to services at all. You lucky bastard! <laughs> and it and my my mom especially was like, hey, if you want, you know, we you know we had Christian and Catholic and Jewish friends. Um, uh, I even grew up. We lived in an apartment building growing up, and you know we we even knew Muslims. And so until fucking 2001. (laughs) But so they're like, if you want to go see what it's like, go ahead. You know, we're not going to stop you. If if you don't, if you don't mind me asking, uh, what's mom and dad's name? Uh, Jim and Jody. They still around? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Jim and Jody, sisters, brothers. I have two sisters, both older than I am. So you know they're they're ancient, and that that's Lisa and Karen. Lisa and Karen, awesome. Uh, one name that's never going to be repeated ever again. Um, <laughs> so cartoons. I'm just I'm just absolutely intrigued by you. Um, what were your cartoons when you were a kid? Let's see. I'd get home from from school, what year? and I would uh, see Voltron. Voltron was on. Um, Thundercats. There was like that back to back that three that three thirty to four thirty block. So those were like the the daily ones. GI Joe. Um, in the morning, later on it was like Inspector Gadget. In nice. the mornings, right before I go head to school. Nice. So yeah, it was yeah. I, I miss the Saturday morning cartoons. Yeah, the, the, getting up early, eating my bowl of cereal. That needs to come back. That needs to be a thing again. I'm like, that was one of the best things ever with Saturday morning cartoons. Like, like it was like the biggest pain in the ass. Get out of bed by like seven thirty to make it to school by like nine, but on a Saturday, six thirty, six thirty a.m. Uh, I remember getting up at six thirty, uh, six o'clock actually, instead of because. Um, Sailor Moon was playing on USA, and it was the only anime that we could find other than uh, if you were, uh, your parents had cable, and you can get that, uh, remember Sci-Fi used to do the uh, week of anime, but it was like midnight plus, and you, you'd, you'd, oh, right, you, like, uh, like, um, I, 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 I I, I tell people that I was blessed to be raised military kid, and my buddy Mike was Filipino, and that wasn't his real name. Uh, he never told us his real Filipino name, but he went by Mike. And um, but his brother was still in the Philippines, and he sent us. Uh, we sent him. When I say us, a tape, uh, uh, one tape that had uh, Ninja Scroll, Vampire Hunter D, and Akira. Okay. And we were gods. <laughs> like, <laughs> he, he, Mike lent me the tape. I immediately bootlegged it, just copied it, and and we'd bring people over to to watch the stuff. And then when then uh, Saifi would do their um, their midnight, like for a week, it was like past midnight in the middle of summer. They would do their uh, 
full anime. Princess Mononoke. And I don't know it from down. <laughs> well, I didn't actually watch a lot of anime when I was when I was growing up. What'd you watch? You know, there were kids. Um let's see Akira when when I was the, I think that was honestly probably my first one I saw that I remember. Ghost in the Shell. But then and uh no, I actually didn't see Ghost in the Shell. Um I've watched it recently now. Nice. Um I was going through a big cyberpunk kick for a, for a while there during lockdown. As you should. And so I, I, I forced my poor wife to watch some awful, awful cyberpunk shows and cartoons. And because my wife likes anime much more than I do. And I'm like, no, we're going to watch this one. She's like, why? <laughs> you're, one, you're one of the few nerds that grew up that got that hot, hot goth chick, man. I bow to you. I bow to you on that yes. one. My my wife is one of those hot goth chicks. You you, you did you did good boy. you did good sir. Thank you. And, Thank uh, you. If she has any sisters that uh, would like it, she does not. Two week mistake. Um, nephew niece. <laughs> <laughs> A two week mistake. <laughs> Josh and Michael is not one to be kept. Describing staying up late watching Babylon and and uh, X Files, I'm playing Doom. Oh. Um, console wise, it was Tekken. Ooh. I played the hell out of Tekken. We would have Tekken tournaments at the house. Just all right, as long as you keep winning, you stay on. We'll rotate out player two. Oh, I lost. All right, player one, rotate out. Hours, 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 hours. Um, but when I was younger, uh, when we when we had an, we, I'll date myself a little bit. We had an Atari twenty six hundred, and then when we got the uh, Super Nintendo, my my dad and my friends stayed up for hours and hours and hours playing Super Mario Brothers. Ooh. I went to bed. I woke up after having a full night's sleep, and they're still playing. As they should have been. I believe I have PTSD when I hear that song. <laughs> uh, the, the ones that stuck with me were uh, my buddy Mike uh, back in Fairbanks, Alaska. He, he had, like, this, like, we were both, like, 11 or 12, and he had this, like, 18-year-old brother. And his dad was this, like, 40-year-old pervert. I remember, like, like, like we, we went into the, uh, the shed inside the garage to, to grab something. And I've never been in a room where all the, the walls are covered with, like, hustler cutouts. And I don't mean Playboy cutouts. I mean hustler cutouts. But, like, where they're real fucking dirty. <laughs> and, um... And he's like, oh, yeah, that's my dad's stuff. And uh, him and I stayed up one night uh, playing uh, Tomb Raider 2. And then we, and then another, like a couple weeks beforehand, we had stayed up all night 
until like six in the morning playing Resident Evil Two. And oh, okay. There was no better nights. I've had some crazy nights. I used to DJ. I've done some crazy stuff, but nothing compared to staying up late and playing Resident Evil Two. And Tim Raider. We did mostly, you know, run to the video store on the weekends, my friends and I, and then we'd come back home and we would rent the worst movies we could possibly find. Please give me a dubbed, list. Please dubbed, give me Kung list. Fu, dubbed Kung Fu movies. Oh, yeah. Um, and we would we would kind of MST3K it ourselves. 100%. And Dad would just sit there and, and just spend time with us while we're being, you know... Kids, and I try to block out a lot of those movies I saw. <laughs> I'm thinking, what, like, uh, like we, the the craziest one we found was uh, Night Patrol. Okay. Uh, Night Patrol was a it was along the same veins as Naked Gun and um, Top Secret. Oh, okay. But it was about... Do you ever watch the Gong Show back in the day? Oh, yeah, yeah. Remember the unknown comic? The the guy with yeah. the... Well, the, 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 the movie was about him. And he was a moonlighting, moonlighting policeman that was not allowed to moonlight, but he was moonlighting as a comedian, but he had the bag over his head because he couldn't get in <laughs> trouble. He couldn't get in trouble for moonlighting. And, uh... There was uh, someone, a copycat, like that was robbing liquor stores and uh, bars, dressed as the unknown comic with the bag over his head, and uh, God, he he robbed a uh, a lesbian bar, <laughs> and uh, he robbed a lesbian bar, and um, the guy who is the unknown comic is investigating himself. And they go to the lesbian bar, and um, him and his partner. We're not pissed about the money. We're pissed about the joke. He was telling some terrible jokes, <laughs> and, and 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 his partner elbows him, and he's like, "Look at the pool table, and there's no balls on the table, and they're like, there's the noise is happening, and and um, well, what was the joke he told? Uh, What's a lesbian's favorite te- television show? The Dyke Van Dick Show. <laughs> and they're like, well, if we find this guy, we're going to rip his balls off. Okay. And uh, obviously they leave. And later on, they get a... They get a... <laughs> they, they get an APP about a fucking rape victim. And it's Mr. Miyagi. Actual Mr. Miyagi. <laughs> <laughs> And, and he's talking, but a little girl is, like, overdubbing his voice like a little girl. <laughs> I, I got two drunkards at the bar, and I needed to go to sleep, and I laid down, and I put this bag over my head, and this angry group of lesbians came, and, oh, my God, they made me tug on it and tug on it and tug on it. and, and, and I, then, I actually think I've seen this movie. And then what did they, what did they do? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Andrew Dice Clay was in it too, man. Like, uh, I'm gonna tell his joke because then we're gonna get canceled for sure. Um, right? Yeah, he he was in it. Um, 
Uh, Linda Blair was the 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 heartthrob in the show. Um, okay. Any other eighties awesomeness that you can give? Because I I gave you Night Patrol. You got anything else? <laughs> I gave you Night Patrol. Oh. Like, what other 80s awesomeness that people can, if there's an old broken down blockbuster outside their neighborhood or they can rent off YouTube? Oh, jeez. What's the good one? I don't know anymore. Like I said, I blocked a lot of these out. (laughs) The the worst movie. Now, normally I'll watch a bad movie. I won't turn it off. No, not at all. I will force myself to watch it. I might be doing other things while it's on, but it will be there. Of course. But there's one that I turned off was called Brazilian Brawl. I saw that. That movie's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was filmed for $20 and a six-pack of soda. It had to have been. <laughs> That's the one where they're fighting in the basketball court? Yeah. It's, it's, it's like, what, five brothers? <laughs> and, Yeah. I'm, that that one I turned off. I'm bowing down to you right now. Like, <laughs> hail, hail, king of nerds. Give us the good stuff. <laughs> Give us the good stuff. Books. I'm, I'm just loving, I'm loving getting to pick your brain, man. I've always wanted to pick your brain. Yeah. Like, books. Let's like, uh, what are yeah, some we don't have a lot of time at the shows. You know, you're running around and chicken with your head cut off. Oh, yeah. That. But when we do, when we do get a chat, I enjoy it. I, I appreciate that, man. Yeah, chicken head cut off. It's New Era, but yeah, it's got to get done. It's got to it's gotta look pretty. It's got to be awesome because it's New Era. Right, uh, right. Give us some more, uh, a couple of recommendations as we wind down here. Is uh, the uh, Mr. Stevens, Mr. Uh, recommend some, uh, some deep cuts. Recommend some deep cuts. Now, I'll make it easy on you. Let's let's categorize it. Uh, Role-playing games. Pathfinder. uh, Uh, I just recently got into Pathfinder, so can't give you a lot about that. uh, A couple of my friends. What do you recommend for for role-playing, though? Role-playing, my my big favorite one right now is the uh, uh, Fantasy Flight Games, their system, their narrative dice. That's probably my one of my top three currently. My other favorite one is Hero System for Champions because I really like superheroes. I like comic books. You know that. Yep. Um, and then D and D because it's which system? Five, four, or one? Well, definitely not four. Uh, we don't talk about that. No, we don't. That was the game that was never made. Um, five, I enjoy because it does allow people to get into the hobby easily. Unlike first edition, where you needed a trigonometry and a calculus degree just to figure out your Thaco. Yeah, five, five, you can get right into it. You just pick the pretty picture that you think represents you, and then they've got it all laid out for you. I love it. Right. Computer game. 90s. Oh, Oh, I played a lot of the D and D on my my Commodore sixty four. I played a lot of the uh, SSI D and D games. So, uh, Chris the Azure Bonds, Pool of Radiance, 
uh, the Dragonlance ones. Played a lot of those. It's 1999. Uh, it's Friday or Saturday. What are we watching? Um, 99. Oh, I was usually watching Australian Rules Football. <laughs> That's because awesome. we had cable. That was one of the random things we could watch. I was like, this is awesome. That is I have awesome. no idea what's going on. But let's go to the sci-fi. The sci-fi? Yeah, because I was watching um, Millennium, and I was watching Babylon uh, 5. I was watching Slayers, X-Files. Uh, what were you watching? Uh, most of those, actually. I never really got into Millennium, though. Uh, Bab 5, um, I watched. Um, but I was always kind of a, a Star Wars nerd. Not a huge one, but I, I liked uh, Star Wars more than Star Trek. I liked kind of the, the space fantasy version more than the harder sci-fi. Gotcha. Where you had to actually pay attention? Right, right. Uh, God damn, that's a lot. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> that, that, that's a lot, man. Like, uh, uh, I remember talking with a buddy a couple uh, months ago where he was talking about being a jock in high school. And I'm like, yeah, I... Um, I was part of the group that chose to not get laid. <laughs> and I, I'm, 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 I'm glad I made that choice because those, those things like uh, Millennium was hard. It, 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 it made you think. But like um, what, I, what no one can take away from me is the fact that it was 1998, 1999, it's me and my little sister watching late night sci-fi, playing video games, and I think we made the right choice. There was there was no there was no BS. There was no it, we were safe. We chose what content we wanted, and we we dove deep. And I hope that people that go to New Era realize that that's what's happening. It's made by those people. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, when I when I was in high school, I wasn't a jock at all. Um, I could have been, but I blew my knee out in karate, and so that kind of you know I was going to follow my uncle's footsteps of being a football player, and that didn't happen. So I became a theater kid. That's awesome. So, yeah, so, you know, I could have been, you know, completely different, you know, growing up. So I think, yeah, I think we, you know, the the nerds made the right choice. The nerds made the right choice. Whether you started PayPal or, no, we, we made the right <laughs> choice and we invested, we invested in our intellectualism. And yes, I, I, I really get that feeling when I'm at Newer. I, I absolutely get that feeling that I'm at a place where I'm choosing to choose knowledge and complete out of left field. You can't replicate this anywhere else. 
No, exactly. Here we go. This is special. I'm special because I'm in the crowd. I'm special because I got the right t-shirt on. I'm special. I, I love watching the kids feel... The, the one that I popped the most for is Jiansu. Yes. Yeah, he, he really works the crowd. He really gets with those kids, you know, and actually makes them, for that moment, part of it. They'll, they'll fight for him. If he fell into the crowd and he was, like, half dead, there'd be 30 kids, like, like in front of him. Right. Not, not you're not going to hurt him. No, you're not going to hurt him. Like, 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 like old school 80s style. Like, you know, like Flight of the Navigator style. Like, like I don't care how, you, how little I am. Like, like we're, we're not going to let you hurt this man. Right. He, he's ours. And, um... You know, I I see that in like, like I said, you know, we, there's a lot of other feds in in the state, but there's something different with New Era, where the little well, kids. I've been to, you know, the E shows, and I don't get the same feeling there that I do at an indie show. Not at all. Uh, an indie show, Not you're normally you're normally within. So we'll say eight rows of the ring. Correct. So you're right there. You know, it's, you know, you don't have to, you know, you didn't pay $120 for the nosebleed section where you have to watch it on the Titan Tron anyway. Right. Without the commentary. Yeah. I mean, so you're like, I could have just watched this at home with a much better experience yeah we went to uh wrestlemania in new orleans no in dallas and we were we were staying at the titan tron all the time and like man we could have been at home with better liquor (laughs) right yeah but there's something about the 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 indie shows but the indie shows we've got a lot of really awesome feds here we've got new era we've got uh color space wrestling we've got um primos we've got rocky mountain pro but there's something different about new era that just screams you're protected here yes and i think that is that one we don't deal with the bs in the locker room at all you want your drama you put it out in that ring you don't bring it into my locker room. And we'll squash it right away. That really confused me when I first started working at New Era. Was that there was none of that drama. I'm like, where is it? Right. right. Like, I, like, I, like it, it felt like I was looking for a piece of shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, like just, just let, me, let me find the piece of crap. And uh, now that I know where it is, I can, I can relax. But there was, it was none of that. No, that, we don't have any of that. And we've kept that up since day one. We're not going to deal with any of it. If you've got a legitimate beef with somebody, you guys deal with it not on our time. Nope. Not on our time. You're adults. This is not high school anymore. Knock it off. You know, uh, Morales was asking me, like, why do you always do the white backgrounds? And, like, because I do a lot of, like, for the portraits for there's a few different feds I do portraits for mm-hmm. and I do like some elaborate backgrounds but why do you always do the the white for New Era because we're clean 
Like, 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 well, there, there, like that. there's little to no um, photoshopery. It's just, I, I really just up the contrast, uh, I uh, up the brightness, and but there's something about the old white. And the same with the website. It's all white. It's it's clean. It's like yep. like it's just the the flaws are there, but the background is like like it like there's something about New York that just feels clean. No, I get that. And that's why yeah, I, that's why I've stuck to that ethos when it comes to any of the photos and videos you. Nice. Um, That's because you're a professional, sir. Well, you're one of the only people that ever. You're one of two people that ever touched Bridget, the camera. Oh. <laughs> and, um, yes, yes, I've actually used it. Uh, yeah, it was a photo of you, but. Uh. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I just, I just wanted to see if I, you know, just wanted a photo of me just, just to mark the occasion, and um, I love being backstage. Way to need this. Uh, or you can come up to me. I need this. No. Done. Done. Blinders on. Fix it for Wade. And I really was really excited to have you on the show today because uh, I told you what we were talking about Mr. Morales and uh, Jeff. We need to know who runs New Era. And that is you. <laughs> that's you man we need to get you more on uh, on the stage more on everything and it's a pleasure to honestly in minefielders this is something that we we obviously if you listen to the show you know that this is something we push a lot of time I'm just going to say it again um, friendship pure and simple pure and simple oh, yeah. Pure and simple. Not just business partners, not just be nice to them and you see them at the show. Friendship. Yeah. I, I think, especially nowadays, it's hard. People forget it's not that hard just to not be a dick. Right. You know, just you know, do I actually have an issue with this person? No. Do I need to look for something to have an issue with this person? Probably not. No. No, you know, just be nice. To quote Patrick Swayze from Roadhouse, just be nice. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. Put her on camera. Get her on camera. Go grab her. No. No, he does not like to be on camera. (laughs) <laughs> she's got something to say. Oh. No, she's giving me lies. Yeah, that's not going to happen. <laughs> I always, uh, I always quote Swayze from uh, Ghost. Ditto. For uh, a lot of my my homegirls, I love you, and I'll say ditto. What'd you say? What was that? I said he's not interviewing the new era jeweler. <laughs> we're, we're not inter- interviewing the new era jeweler, but she does do some uh, great belts. 
the only one we need. All those belts, all those belts should be purchased at the below link right now. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's like all the you know the new tag titles that she she redid. Uh, the heavyweight title that we've had for you know quite some time. That was the first one that, that she redid. Those fucking um, tag team belts are fucking glorious. Yeah, they, uh, those are glorious tag team belts. Glorious, like like the. I have seen people get new belts, but the way Delta Abreu grabbed those fucking new belts, it was like 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 they were grabbing Tiffany like encrusted like. Dare you take them out of my hand? Dare you take my man? Yeah, those are, you, you're the you're the curator of the belts, aren't you? Oh yeah, yeah. I can literally see them right now. <laughs> oh, that's awesome, man. But uh, because we don't we don't press the guys with them. No, I'm kidding. We do, but we have to end up repairing them a lot. The more that the guys just throw them into their bags or whatnot. It happens, man. Oh yeah. But as we wind down, I just want to say that I, I, I quote Swayze all the time with my homegirls, and they tell me, like, I love you. I say ditto. Swayze style. <laughs> Swayze style. Nice. My name, Vita <laughs> This has been one of the funnest conversations I've ever had in my life. Good, good. Glad to help. Thank you for having me on. But don't forget how much of an asshole you are and how Stephen Powers is in charge. Oh, yeah, he's a dick. (laughs) He's in charge. He is in charge. It's my show, my belts, my ring, and everyone better remember it. It, Like, if I ever get fired from New York, I'm going to tell Jeff and Morales, if I ever F up, and I have to get fired. I'm gonna get fired by you, and I I better get a you're fired. <laughs> okay, I'm fired. I get it. It was actually worth it. <laughs> I actually did that to somebody at a show. I fired them, and it was only a partial work. <laughs> That's here. I had, I had totally forgotten about it. Uh, the hon- it was our first, maybe the second time we had the honky tonk band on the show. And one of the guys, I'm not going to say names, but one of the guys was just pushing everybody wrong and had been for months. And Delta. so, uh, no, not Delta. Not Delta. Filter. But I'm just going to, I it is nobody that we have had uh, on the roster since we have been at mile high. I'm going to keep naming off the nicest guys that are absolutely not the guys that are (laughs) (laughs) just go down the list. Yes. But he said something and I, and I told, cause I looked at, um, I looked at Zach and I'm like, can I fire him? He's like, Oh yeah, sure. Go ahead. And I forgot that I was going to do that, but we have not discussed this with that gentleman. And he ran his mouth. So, and I, like I said, I had totally forgotten I was going to do that. And so I'm in the ring. I'm doing my thing. He says something. I'm like, oh, yeah. And by another thing, you're fired. And he's he had a legitimate look of what? And I'm like, get your ass to the back now. 
Please tell me you use low. You're freaking fired, you freaking frick. <laughs> no, but but there is a story about that too. Um, in the beginning, Drew Steele was actually supposed to be my my lawyer, and uh, we had one of the guys out there once again. He's been causing trouble, and he was sitting out in the audience out with the crowd and I was going to tell him to get his ass in the back, you know, stop screwing around, get, get in the back. And I'm like, okay, Drew, I'm going to drop the F bomb. We're still a family show, but you need to cut me off. He's like, Oh, okay. Yeah. Not a problem. So I'm like, all right, Kirk chaos, get your fire. And I'm looking at him like, ah. <laughs> and he, just kind of looks at me and then kind of snaps. He's like, oh, oh, yeah, right. And he puts his hand over my mouth. I'm like, dude, that was the longest not dropping an F bomb. <laughs> he did the. He did the. Okay, Homer Simpson. If I tap on when I tap on your foot, and I say hello, Mister Thompson, you say hello. Gotcha. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> gotcha. Hello, Mr. Thompson. I think he's talking to you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I have something I need to run past you uh, as we wind down here, because, like, I didn't really... We've been talking for two hours. (laughs) Mr. Wade, Mr. Stevens! We got New Era happening March 12th. March 12th. At at My High Comics. Buy them tickets on Eventbrite. Be sure to mind your P's and or Q's. And if you even know what those mean, math-wise, like, you're getting free because you... (laughs) (laughs) Guys, this is Minefields. This is Stephen Powers. This is one of the best people in Colorado wrestling, hands down. And a personal friend of mine. I'm going to call it. Thank you, Josh. I love it. Guys, this is dangerous, and this transmission is over.